Good afternoon. You are listening to the Happiness Podcast with Laura. This is the time when I get to come visit with you and share a little bit about the richness, the challengingness, and also the sweetness of life. Some days we have guests, some days it's just me, and some days it's you and me. My name is Laura Levine, and you can find me online on Facebook, Twitter, as well as on lauralevine.com. Now, let's get on with our show. A few days ago, someone acted in a way that I felt was out of integrity towards me. They broke their verbal agreement really casually and um, put me in potentially a really precarious situation as a result. And a few days later, there was an opportunity for me to be in the same room with that person. The verbal agreement breaking had occurred over a text, um, so I hadn't seen them. And as the time grew near for me to get together and be in the same room with that person, I started feeling increasingly anxious, just really uncomfortable. And at the last minute, I made sure that there wasn't going to be uh, an in-person meeting. But my mind was not at ease with that. I was thinking, why is this so uncomfortable? I knew for sure that I hadn't done anything wrong. And yet there was this almost um, survival mode of just not being in the same room with that person. And a friend of mine was encouraging me. She was saying, well, I think maybe he needs to look at you in the eyes. And I just couldn't. I just couldn't. But I could sit with myself and try to figure out what the heck was going on. What was it? What was the principal emotion involved in this semi-panic and not being in the same room with that person? And what I came up with, which was weird, was not fear. It was guilt. Even though it had no reason to be, I felt guilty and I felt dirty. And I felt as though I had done something wrong and and I couldn't shake it. And as I tried to figure out where does this come from, this basically I'm catching someone else's action, the result of someone else's action in making the emotion mine. When did this transference or when did this start? It was odd and I felt that it was an opportunity for me to get cleaned up and and clear about this way of reacting to a situation where I had been wronged. So I did a little thinking and and a little journaling and, and what I came up with is what I think the genesis of when this started. And I'm going to tell you that story because I think this might be something you're going to be able to relate to. And it's a story that's in my book, Petites Histoires, if you're interested in reading it. So it started in the late 70s. I'm going to say maybe early 70s, maybe 72, 73. I was in elementary school in France and it was a um, Monday morning. The teacher probably wanted to have a break and so she asked all the students to sit down and write what they had done that weekend. 
So we did. Heads on paper, little French desks, and we went at it. And everybody wrote, 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 wrote. And when we were done, we handed the paper to our teacher. And that was the end of that exercise. Well, I wrote what happened for me that weekend. What had happened for me that weekend was that my mom and I and my brother and my sister had stayed home and my dad had gone to visit um, a friend slash business associate of his in the south of France, like he did occasionally. Now, the tricky part about this was that that business associate slash friend was Brigitte Bardot the really famous movie actress. They worked together, they did some art together, and she would come to my house. And to me, I never really thought about it as anything a big deal at all. So when I was asked what my dad, what we did for the weekend, I said we stayed home. My dad went to see Brigitte Bardot and spend the weekend with her. And that was that. So the next day, Right before the end of the day, the teacher has all of our copies in her arms and she is about to give back the papers to us with a grade. So she's holding that stack of paper. I can still see her and she's handing each kid back its, his paper or her paper and she's making little comments like, you know, maybe Paul went fishing with his dad and she's saying how nice that is and maybe... Nathalie baked with her mom and she's making a little comment on that and everybody's feeling really validated and one by one by one, maybe 25 of us. And then she pauses and I'm thinking, I know she hasn't given mine yet, so I'm thinking, wow, I must have done a good job on my spelling because she's going to make mine extra special. She's setting it apart. So I'm waiting and then she takes a breath And she says, unfortunately, whereas you all did a really good job on your papers, I found out through this exercise that we have among us a liar. Someone who, in order to get some attention, created a fib. And I am going to read this out loud so that you can all see the imagination there. And she proceeds to read my paper. And when we get to the part about my dad spending time with Brigitte Bardot, kids are laughing because they've been prepped. And and I'm completely confused, not angry, just completely confused. I don't understand what's happening. I, I, I don't have a point of reference. My girlfriend, my, my close girlfriend, Carole, had been at my house many times and, and knew that this was a common thing. But, you know, she's eight years old, so she's not going to stand up for me. She's looking just about as uncomfortable as I am or, or more. And then she hands me my paper, turns on her heels, and the bell rings and it's time to go home. Kids are kind of still laughing at me. I'm still completely confused, not understanding what happened. And I make my way home. And my way home is just five, ten minutes from the school. And on the way there, between leaving the school and getting to my house, something in me profoundly shifted. I 
some layer of innocence went away. And in its place came some sort of gooey, sticky, brown stuff that I can't really name, but that feels like shame and guilt and yuckiness and was mine. So I had no sense of injustice. I had no sense of anger. All I could feel was this yucky sense of shame. To join Laura's community and to support the podcast, visit lauralevine.com and follow Laura on Twitter at Laura Levine. That's Laura Levine spelled L-A-V-I-G-N-E. I got home and I told my mom that evening what had happened. My mom wrote a note, put it in an envelope and sealed it and asked me to give it to my teacher the next day, which I did. The teacher opened the envelope and read it. And I felt like there was something coming my way. And it didn't feel like it should be an apology because, again, I didn't feel like I'd been wronged. I just felt confused and dirty. But I thought that maybe after she read it, she was going to like me again. There was something, you know, already as though I had done something wrong. Nothing happened. She put the paper in the envelope, the envelope on the desk, and there it sat for the whole rest of the day. And life went on, you know. Nobody talked about it again. I didn't think about it again until years, 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 years later when I wrote about it. But that day, a couple of weeks ago, I was able to give myself enough time to to notice where that feeling I had inside of me had started. This feeling of guilt and this feeling of shame and this confusion where I wasn't able to be clearly addressing someone who had wronged me from a place of um, of my own cleanliness. There was a confusion for me. And it was so great to be able, as an adult, to be in that place. I still wasn't willing to go and be in the same room with that person. But there was some process that had started, some important process of separation between someone else's dirty brush and me. So maybe this resonates for you, this confusion about whose is whose, this shame that does not belong to you, excuse me. Maybe it's familiar, Maybe, maybe you can relate. And if you do, I invite you to be really gentle with yourself and to track maybe where it started. And most importantly, I invite you to sit with the the knowledge that you are able to take back what's yours and leave with someone else what's theirs. So that's what I have for you today. And I would love to hear from you about what this brings up or anything you want to add, any comment. You can email me at laura at lauralevine.com or you can write in the comment um, at the bottom of my website or on iTunes. Also, I realized that um, I made a mistake when I gave you the name of the book that this story is 
from it's um it's in my pink hair and chocolate cookies book not in my petite histoire i hope you have a lovely rest of the day that you remember how sweet life can be and that you don't let anybody put their dirty brush on you. Mm-hmm.